61. The Spirit of the Sovereign Lord is upon me, for the Lord has anointed me to bring good news to the poor. He has sent me to comfort the brokenhearted and to proclaim that captives will be released and prisoners will be freed. He has sent me to tell those who mourn that the time of the Lord's favor has come, and with it the day of God's anger against their enemies. To all who mourn in Israel, he will give a crown of beauty for ashes, a joyous blessing instead of mourning, festive praise instead of despair. In the righteousness, they will be like great oaks that the Lord has planted for his own glory. Genesis 39, 21. But the Lord was with Joseph in the prison and showed him his faithful love. And the Lord made Joseph a favorite with the prison warden. Exodus 11.3 Now the Lord had caused the Egyptians to look favorable on the people of Israel. And Moses was considered a very great man in the land of Egypt, respected by Pharaoh's officials and the Egyptian people alike. And Exodus 3:21, and I will cause the Egyptians to look favorably on you. They will give you gifts when you go, so you will not leave empty-handed. And Exodus 12:36, the Lord caused the Egyptians to look favorably on the Israelites, and they gave the Israelites whatever they asked for. So they stripped the Egyptians of their wealth. Exodus 33:13 If it is true that you look favorably on me, let me know your ways so I may understand you more fully and continue to enjoy your favor. And remember that this nation is your very own people. Exodus 33:16 How will anyone know that you look favorably on me on me and on your people if you don't go with us for your presence among us sets your people and me apart from all other people on the earth Exodus 33:17 The Lord replied to Moses I will indeed do what you have asked, for I look favorably on you, and I know you by name. And Exodus, lastly, Exodus 34, 9, and he said, O Lord, if it is true that I have found favor with you, then please travel with us. Yes, this is a stubborn and rebellious people, but please forgive our iniquity and our sins. Claim us as your own special possession. Leviticus 26.9, I will look favorably upon you, making you fertile and multiplying your people, and I will fulfill my covenant with you. 
And finally, in number 626, may the Lord show his favor and give you his peace. And today I'm coming to you with a message pertaining to favor, the favor of the Lord. And there's already been several messages that the Lord has put in my heart regarding carrying the favor of God on your life. But as we emphasize today, and as the Holy Spirit stresses that the favor of God and carrying the favor of God is an important aspect to your life in regards to your mental stability, in regards to your physical stability, in regards to forgiving your sins, in regards to your prosperous abilities in life, your success, in regards to the hand of God on your life and where his presence saturates your life so that those who are looking at you from a distance know the hand of God is on you because of his favor and his presence. And beginning in the scripture when we read Isaiah 61, And it says, he has sent me to tell those who mourn that the time of the Lord's favor has come. And with it, the day of God's anger against their enemies. Favor allows God to stand in the midst of your enemies and fight your battles. If you're battling right now, if you're dealing with persecution, if you're dealing with the enemy attacking you from every direction and every angle, when you walk in the favor of God, it says the Lord's favor has come and with it the day of God's anger against your enemies. It also says to all who mourn in Israel, he will give a crown of beauty for ashes. So as you've mourned, as you've cried out to the Lord, as you've suffered your persecution, God's favor gives you a crown of beauty for your ashes. It's a joyous blessing instead of mourning. It's festive praise instead of despair. As the Lord said in the scripture, in their righteousness, they will be like great oaks that the Lord has planted for his own glory. The favor of God that rests upon your life, you will be like great oaks that the Lord has planted. For his own glory. If you want to be used powerfully by the Lord. If you want to stand like that great oak. That he can use for his glory. The favor of God must rest on your life. In Genesis 39, 21. But the Lord was with Joseph in the prison. And showed him his faithful love. And the Lord made Joseph a favorite 
with the prison ward. The favor of God rested on Joseph's life. And even in the prison, God gave him favor with the prison ward. Yes, he had to go to jail to get to where Jesus needed him to be. To get to where his father needed him to be to fulfill the vision of God that was on his life. So he can get into the palace where Pharaoh was. So that he can be the deliverer of his people. And providing that dream to Pharaoh. In order for the famine that was coming. So that he could spare Israel's life. But yet, while he was in prison... Even yet, while he was in the prison, the Lord, his hand of favor that rested upon him, created the favor of the prison ward. And sometimes we may feel like we are in a prison, or we may even literally be in prison. And we need the favor of God to rest on our, our life. So as the favor of God rests on our life, we will have favor with man. Whether it's in your job. Whether it's in a situation. The courthouse. Where you need God's favor to rest on your life. And as his favor rests on your life. Then the favor of man comes with it. In Exodus 3, 21. And I will cause the Egyptians to look favorably on you. And they will give you gifts when you go. So you will not leave empty handed. In Exodus 1236, the Lord caused the Egyptians to look favorably on the Israelites, and they gave the Israelites whatever they asked for. So they stripped the Egyptians of their wealth. It's, this is a very, very, very powerful scripture right here. This is a powerful scripture in revealing the hand of God and his favor on his people. The Egyptians, they held them in bondage. For all of those years, they were slaves to the Egyptians. They were whipped. They were beaten. They were persecuted. But when it was time for them to leave Egypt, as Moses was leading them out to the promised land, the hand of the favor of God rested upon them and the same people who persecuted them now gave them anything they asked for as they were leaving. And so the Egyptians stripped, I mean the Israelites stripped the Egyptians of their wealth. They said, we're going to let you go. Okay, even though we held you in bondage for so many years, we are going to let you go. Because we see the God in your life. And we are going to let you go. And as we let you go, whatever you ask from, whatever you ask from us, 
will give to you. What is it that you need? And the Israelites went back and said, we want your wealth. We can't just go empty-handed into a desert. We need to have your wealth. And the Egyptians, that the same people that held them in bondage all those years as slaves, went, grabbed their wealth, all their riches, all of their accessories that kept them wealthy all of those years, and handed it over to the same people that they had enslaved in bondage. That is so powerful. That is so powerful in regards to the favor of God. He will cause the same people that were your enemies to bless you with their wealth. The wealth of the sinner is stored up for that righteous man if the hand of God and his favor is on your life. The same ones that are persecuting you will turn around and bless your life. I feel like I'm talking to somebody right now. You've been dealing with persecution. You've been dealing with your enemy. All you've tried to do is walk righteously upon the, upon the Lord and do as well. Yet you've been persecuted by this individual. And that same individual that has been persecuting you, man of God, woman of God, that same individual that has been persecuting you is the same one that God will cause to bless your life. You stay still, you hit, you stay steady and firm in the Lord and what he's calling you to do. You don't move. Be still and know that God is Lord and watch the hand of God's favor rest upon your life. And the same ones that have persecuted you are the same ones that God is going to allow to bless your life with favor to move forward and what he's called you to do. In Exodus 33, 13, it says, If it is true that you look favorably on me, let me know your ways, so I may understand you more fully and continue to enjoy your favor. If you look favorably on me, let me know your ways so I may understand you more fully and continue to enjoy your favor. If you want to know the Lord, if you want to know his ways and understand, if you've been seeking and pressing your way into understanding who the Lord is in your life, you want to know him more. Oh, Lord, I want to know you more. I want to know you more. You cry out, I want to know you more. Cry out and say, if, Lord, you've looked favorably upon me, let me know you more. If God is looking favorably upon you, if the favor of God rests upon your life, you will know him more. He will reveal himself to you.
You will know his ways. You will know which direction he wants you to walk. You will know what he wants us to do in life and what our purpose here is in this world. You understand the ways of the Lord. And he will continue to pour out his favor on your life. The more you know him, the more the favor of God is going to rest on your life. But his hand of favor must rest upon your life so that you can know him more. Cry out and ask God, God, pour out your favor upon my life so I can know you more. I want to know your ways. I want to walk in your ways. I want the presence of God to be released from my life. Pour out your favor, Lord. Pour out your favor upon my life. So that I may know you more. And so that I may walk in your ways. And so that I may have the mind of Christ. In Exodus 33, 16, how will anyone know that you look favorably on me? On me and on all your people if you don't go with us. For your presence among us sets your people and me apart from all other people on the earth. Do you want to be set apart and know? Do you want people to know that you are God? That you, he owns you? That you are a man or woman or a child of God? Do you want to be set apart from the world? Do you want the presence of God to rest on your life? It's going to take the favor of God. The favor of God that needs to rest upon your life. So that the presence of God sets you apart from all the people on the earth. That's what it says. How will anyone know that you look favorably on me? On me and on all of your people, on the children of God. How will the rest of the world know you are a child or a God, a man of God, a woman of God? The favor of God is not resting on your life. If the presence of God is not saturating your life to set you apart. The presence of God rests on your life and sets you apart from the rest of the world. They now know that you are a child of God. They now know that you are a man of God. They now know that you are a woman of God. Set apart from the rest of the world. The hand and the favor of God must rest on your life. Exodus 34, 9. And he said, oh Lord. Please travel with us. Yes, we are. This is a stubborn and rebellious people. But please forgive our iniquity and our sins and claim us as your own special possession. Please forgive our iniquity and our sin. We are a rebellion and stubborn people. But if I have found favor with you, O Lord, 
sin, forgive our iniquity, and claim us as your own special possession. We need to cry out to the Lord. Because if we want the hand of God to rest upon us, if we want the favor of God to rest upon our life, if we want to claim the promises of God with the favor of God resting upon our life, we need to cry out and say, forgive us for we are a stubborn and rebellious people, Lord. Wash us of our iniquity. Wash us of our sin. We need to be a repentant nation. We need to be a repentant people. If we want to be a child of God, repent, cry out to the Lord and ask him to wash you of your iniquity, to wash you of your sins and to claim you as his own special possession. And then we will hear the Lord say, as he told Moses in Exodus 33, the Lord replied to Moses and said, I will indeed do what you have asked for I look favorably on you and I know you by name. Do we want, do you want the Lord to know you by name? Do you want him to look favorably upon you? Do you want the favor of God to rest upon your life? Then begin to cry out right now and pray this prayer. Lord, we just thank you, God, today that we've come to you, Jesus. Your children of God, your men, your women of God have come to you. And they are, they're pouring out their heart to you right now, Lord. And they're crying out and they're saying, God, forgive us of our sin, of our iniquity. Yes, we acknowledge that we are a stubborn and rebellious people, Lord. But please wash us of our sins. Bring us into your, your presence, Lord. And claim us as your own special possession. Look favorably upon us right now, God. And as the hand of God rests upon our life, as the favor of God rests upon our life, I thank you, God, that I have received the wealth of the sinner that has been stored up for the righteous man. I, I thank you. I have received your presence to lead me through the wilderness, to lead me through the desert that has set me apart from the race of the world, that they see that we are yours and that you are ours, that we, you, uh, we are your own special possession, that you have been called and used for your glory, for your name's sake. And I thank you that as the favor of God, as the hand of God rests upon our life today, I thank you, Jesus, right now, right now, Lord, right now, that you have claimed us as your own. And God, we give you praise and we give you glory and we give you honor. That the hand of God and the favor of God rests upon our life. All the days of our life. All the days of our life. In your name, Jesus, we pray. Amen.
Woo! Woo!